The following episode is dedicated to our loyal listeners in Piddle River, Dorset. Hello there. Hello. This is, this is Timmy Tarko. This is Jezbot. And we're uh, sitting in together tonight for yeah. another Steez episode. Yes, you've landed in the sidebar escape side, pod. Side pod? No, the escape pod's escape pod? Yeah. Possibly. Anyway, let's get into it. It's smelly in there. Better than the last one. Yeah, okay, let's try it out. Uh, again, same names. Oh, it's the same name one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so boring uh, last time. An error by the American Island Revenue gave John Seaman oh. of Tampa, Florida, an identity crisis. John Seaman of Cairo, New York, had the same social security number. Oh. How's that happen? That's the mystery. Uh, he was born on the same day and in the same city and both had fathers called John. <sighs> the only difference was they were two different people. <laughs> no. Uh, the only difference was Caro John's extra N on his name. Mm. So, Seaman, one N. Seaman, two Ns. Oh, I see. Yeah, see? Very confusing. Twice, uh, twice the amount for twice for half the price. Uh, so this is just a uh, a clerical error. But uh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> but um, what? But, but how, can, I can, thought social security confusing. numbers. That, that's the mystery. Like, how can they give? Mm. I thought every number was individual. And yeah, so once it's been used, it's out of action. It's, yeah, that's it. It's like pay, no one can have the same phone number as me, for example. Maybe someone thought. Uh, they yeah, the dude at the office has se- seen the both names. He's going, oh, didn't I do this one before? Maybe I didn't. Uh, maybe I didn't. Yeah, oh, fuck, I'll put it through. Uh, I didn't put it through. Oh, I better put it through again. Yeah, the dates are right. Yeah, yeah. the numbers are the same. The spellings are same. He didn't see the extra N. No, this is the problem. So it was a typo. And the conspiracy theory with Elvis's grave, spelt with two A's, Aaron. Mm, you know, mm, maybe mm. it's the same guy. Or is it two R's? Uh, two A's. Uh, or is it two N's? <laughs> we'll never know. Elvis it's is a dead, mystery. Though. He's definitely dead. And now a story ah, by Timothy Trapp. Switching it up. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Timothy Taco. Okay. Uh, I might, might. Should I put some voices on for this so the narrator will have one voice and then um, the characters will Definitely. have others? Yes. Make it a production, Tim. Okay, sure. One nice and refreshing springy morning, six boys went on a camp. They went by themselves with an old dog that the people who lived up the street asked them to mind. Wait a minute, is this uh, the famous five? Same by yes. <laughs> with there's six of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could. Six and a dog. Yeah, okay, mm. yep. Well, you know, um, poetic license. Was the dog a part of the famous five? The dog was uh, the dog from up the street. Okay. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, the boys didn't, make, uh, didn't take much notice of it because it was old, grey, shaggy, and very untidy looking. <laughs> the dog. Uh, all the boys stayed in a log cabin. This cabin was very cold and horrible to look at from the outside. <laughs> but on the inside, <laughs> it was fabulous and exciting. <laughs> was it? There were games, oh. bunk beds, pillows, and some carpet. <laughs> <laughs> that is off the chain excitement, man. Uh, it's carpet. So exciting. Oh, this place has even got carpet. And bunk beds. Yeah. One of the boys said, Hey, 
I have a great idea. Let's go fishing. So they went down to the river. The river was flowing very quickly, but that wasn't going to stop them. So they sat down and talked a while. They were waiting for the fish to come. Then someone fell in. His name was Harry. Harry. Harry the other boys didn't know what to do. That old shaggy dog was on the other side of the river. It jumped in the water and swam to the drowning boy. Uh, All the boy could say was, Help me! I'm drowning! I can't swim! Uh, The dog grabbed the boy with his teeth and brought him ashore. The boys and Harry were grateful they loved the dog now. (laughs) And they patted it so it felt proud. (laughs) Then the boy said, Harry... You need swimming lessons. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, did they catch any fish? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, but uh, the teacher did uh, give it a give it a tick and said, "A very good story, Timothy." Oh, <laughs> oh, is that another name of yours? I guess so, Timothy. Yeah. What year do you think, or what grade? Uh, I reckon that was uh, probably grade four, maybe. <laughs> I was thinking a year nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. There you go. You actually handed it in again in year nine. Passed hey, it off as new work. I got a good uh, got a good mark for that one. A tick. It's my first tick, I think. First and last. The war is over, boys. Time to go home. Huzzah! Good old grandma is slaving away in the kitchen making bangers and mash. But there's the unfortunate problem that couldn't be helped. You're stuck with trench rot and infected amputated limbs. But never fear. Dr. Beechworth's tonic is here. Simply rub Dr. Beechworth into your rotting flesh and presto, the wound is gone. The effects of our lead-based formula will make you black out the memories of the horrors of war. So tell her to your nearest chemist and insist on Dr. B's tonic. The Association of Non-Research and Irresponsible Practices approves and highly recommends Dr. Beechworth tonic. And now here's a clip from Turnsoil Records Resents Archives. Yes, and, yes. And Ronald. And Ronald. Well, yeah. actually, on this day in history, Ronald's. Yeah, yeah. Ronald Reagan was shot today. Was there the day? Go. Movie that, star. Uh, You're kidding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Double R. R squared. President. Yeah, that's right. So Jody, Jody Foster, um, killed him. Fan. Oh. Oh. Shot him. <laughs> shot him in the lung with a 22 caliber. Did uh, you say Jody Foster? Jody Foster. Was, she would have been a child. Obs- yeah, this dude was obsessed with Jody was Foster. A jo- Jody was a guy. What was she in? Taxi, ah, taxi driver. Oof, oof. De Niro, she played Jody the little child. Foster. Yeah. Foster, you know? Yeah, yeah, but... Clarice. Oh, Clarice. Ah, there you yeah. go. Clarice. Clarice. So is that enough? Is that enough filler, Tim? Or uh, you... Yeah, well, look, the uh, the site that I usually go to, um, I was going to get it before we came, but... Um, what, like... Do you want to just know preparing? Do you want to just know very quickly the three people die on the world's safest roller coaster? So we're doing oh. roller coaster uh, update. This is 1986, though. This is an update. Is it the same one where the fucking bird hit Fabio in the head? That was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The triple loop, or mine, Bender, my mine, your mine, oh. roller coaster inside West... Uh, Edmonton Mall sure. inside a mall. I don't think they pronounce it. It's touted as the Edmonton. world's safest roller coaster <laughs> and one of the safest rides in the world. Then one day in June 1986, terror strikes. Yeah, terror, terror strikes <laughs> in the form of a bird. <laughs> um, as as a live concert was underway beneath the coaster, four bolts came loose from Ooh. a wheel assembly. Oh. And a final car crashed into a concrete pillar, oh. killing three while horrified. 
concert goers <laughs> watch, yeah. watch on horrified concert goers. Three children. What was the band? There was. Um, what were they singing? <laughs> you spin me right round, oh, baby, right round like a roller coaster smashing oh, yeah, in my face right now. Right now. <laughs> there, you go, there, there, there you go. I was just going to do a second verse. Yeah. Yeah. Roller coaster <laughs> smashing in my face in the face. Roller coaster, roller, roller coaster. That's that's so, it. Uh, that's, so, was that it? Was that's that? It. <laughs> so it was a good day out. G'day, it's Mickey T here. Today I'm going to grab a microphone, get my mikey, jump on the tram and take you guys into Melbourne town. You really must go for my new segment called Mikin' Around Melbourne. Mikin' Around Melbourne town, I'm going to get my mic and I'm going to take you down to Melbourne. Just walking around and uh, looking at the types of food that people are eating and um, it's pretty interesting. The recent advancements in stick-related foods, especially in a street festival vibe, I think that there's nothing more appealing than a deep-fried something on a stick, and the second the stick is involved, it becomes instantly more appealing. I mean, how many times have you thought, I'm going to eat myself a potato, a whole potato? But get that potato and deep fry that fucker, stick it on a stick, and people are going nuts for it. There's a curly spuds on a stick. The line is incredibly long. I've seen corn on a stick. I saw somebody eating dim sims from a stick. There was three dim sims. Like, just get yourself some dim sims. Why does a stick have to get involved? I don't know. But it looked better than just regular dim sims. Obviously, there's ice creams on a stick, but that's, you know, common. What about deep-fried ice cream on a stick? Man, I wonder if that can be done. I'll just... I'll, I'll park that one in the mind brain and try that later. But, yeah. Anything on a stick, I'm in. Okay, I'm adding to that. Nutella balls on a stick. This is Taki's balls. Also, I just saw a, a calamari with a uh, like deep-fried calamari with a stick through. It looks unbelievable. And also, there's these mini burgers, and you can get a tray of three of them. But guess what, folks? They put a stick in it, a small stick, in the top of the burger. I think the latest trend in cooking especially street cooking, street food style, hawker style cooking. Just get whatever you got, fucking chuck a stick in that thing, man, and it's going to sell. All right, I might do my wrap-up now. This is the sounds of Brazaman in the background. CDs are only 10 bucks. Does anyone really have a CD player anymore? I'm not really sure. i got one in my car, but I don't know if it, even know if it actually works. So shall not be buying one of his CDs. But this dude is doing some killer work here. He's by himself and he's uh, he's got a loop pedal and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's very authentic sounding. Uh, Word. Okay. Rasta. Uh, the dude's white. Uh, he looks like he's from Byron Bay. 
But man, he's killing it. Stylistically correct. Doing it all by himself. That's pretty cool. But Brunswick Music Street Festival is a pretty cool scene. Lots of good, friendly people. Done a walkthrough, listened to a few bands, lots of music. Very different styles. Nothing that's really blown me away. But definitely a good vibe. Uh, I can recommend coming down and checking it out, but probably don't bring your kids next time. I didn't. But I wouldn't recommend you do it. There's no real respite from the heat and the crowds um, also bring shit loads of money if you want to do it but yes this is for Turnstile Records Presents Mickey T on the scene Just checking stuff out around Melbourne town hopefully you enjoyed a snippet of what was the music festival in Brunswick you really must go but not till next year because it's only one day and you've missed it. Think about it next year. Uh, this one's a crime of the week or oh. criminal of the week okay. even police apologise for wrapping snake around suspect's neck during interrogation oh uh, whoops sorry <laughs> <laughs> where'd they get the snake uh, Indonesia okay because they're in Indonesia okay good they've apologised uh, after the video emerged showing officers using a live snake to force a confession from a suspect uh, a suspected cell phone thief Okay, so Ads has been... Um, maybe this is the guy that stole oh. Ads' uh, phone from... <laughs> Mugged him, bashed him. Yeah, yeah. Thailand. Took um, his phone wallet. So it's a big thing over there. So it's a serious crime for these guys mm. if they actually do uh, get to get out of their desk job of um, taking complaints and handing mm. out insurance forms. Yeah. Um, they're going to go. They're going to go the whole thing because they want to prove themselves to to their superiors. Yeah. You know, we got one. We actually got one this time. But to- uh, confessions that come out of torture have proven time and time again <laughs> to so- work. <laughs> so try it out. Fifty percent of the time, all, <laughs> all the, the time. time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, um, did the snake? See, this is the other thing you said. It's uh, it was on video. Yeah. So not only do they uh, are they intimidating this guy, they're they're, they're capturing it. I've never understood that. Mm. The beatdowns in, in during interrogations and stuff, and they look the cameras, dudes, in the remand centres and whatnot. Maybe it was filmed by the guy who had the snake put on him, and he was using one of the phones he stole. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he well, ordered a new camera. I can see the footage here in my iPad, and it's uh, it's pretty scrappy. It might be an iPhone four. Okay. And um, and your conclusion is that uh, it's not torture's not good. Um, I'm anti-torture, pro results. <laughs> <laughs> well, another week, another steez. It is another week and another steez, and That's it's right. been great to be here. I've been great too. You have been. It was an amazing episode and well edited and well executed. Mm. And as promised, we've got uh, Jude Pearl joining the team to give us a couple of songs at the end of uh, these little Steez episodes. You can check her out on YouTube. 
just type in uh, Jude Pearl, P-E-R-L, and you can check out some of her other stuff. But uh, here we go with uh, the first song from her for this podcast. Uh, I'm a good person, live at the Butterfly Club. Until next time, goodbye. I'm Timmy Taco. I'm just bot. I want to look back on my life and know that I can be proud of what I did and, and who I was. I'm a good person. I do good person things. Not with my actions, but with my thoughts and my beliefs. I'm sending out love and positivity back into the earth. That's gotta count for something. I'm a good person. How could I not be? I'm always doing good. I mean, when it's good for me. But I'd never want to hurt somebody else The thought just makes me sick Unless it's indirectly Then I'm totally fine with it It's not like I'm there in the flesh Running the sweatshops in Bangladesh How was I to know when I bought this dress For $5.95 it was made by a five-year-old In a five-story building with no fire And I hate that's the way it is It's so corrupted What have we done to this world? We really fucked it Of course she deserves an education and full stomach But don't I deserve to buy shit I don't need on a budget? I'm a good person Just read my Facebook posts I'm always raising awareness Where awareness needs raising most And sometimes I even think about volunteering somewhere And then I get emotional Cause of how much I care I'm a good person I think good person thoughts Ask me how much I think about good things The answer is a lot Gonna expand people's minds I've got so much to say But the company I work for Doesn't feel the same way How was I to know when I applied for this position online That they would be the kind of sugar company That sells addiction to infancy Basically as bad as cigarette ads from the 50s And I know that it's wrong working for this organization Using my songs for blatant manipulation But it's hard to find work in my particular vocation And if I didn't do it, someone else would have my occupation So is it really so bad what I do? I bet it's not worse than you I feel like you're passing judgment As if my life is that abundant The way I live is really modest Except every two years I buy new Apple products And I drive to work I know petrol consumption But without it, my life couldn't function (laughs) Unless I genuinely try to change But change takes time And time takes money And I'm spending all my money on really good sandwiches. I'm not a bad person. I wouldn't hurt a fly. Unless that fly was standing in the way of my desired way of life. I'm just trying to get through each day like everybody else. Am I not a good person if I think about myself? I was always told to follow my dreams. Do whatever.
even he was a vegetarian And I'm eating chicken wings like a fucking barbarian At least I'm not trying to make the whole world Aryan Part of me thinks that now I'm guilt-free Since I've acknowledged my selfishness openly If I say I'm an asshole, I'm allowed to be an asshole Is that how it works? I'm so confused I don't really know who the fuck I am anymore I think I'm a person, but I'm not really sure